Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where Catholic truth is served fresh daily. We've made you a reservation in the luxurious corner booth, so come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzezemski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, sitting here with with Ziggy Rodriguez. That's me. And the Zigster and I are alone because Tom is away. He is. Now, Tom told us that he was actually a part of Elon Musk's Starlink project. We're so proud of him. And he's on like he's he's on like satellite number thirteen. Yes, that's what he, we're told. But you know what? I don't believe Tom. And we'll find out when we get back, and I'll tell you how we'll find out. Because what I I know, I talked to his wife, uh-huh. and she said that he's actually on a Doritos tasting tour. Oh, interesting. <laughs> he's gone to the Doritos factory. to, to You know, they do the wine tastings and the bourbon yes. tours and stuff. He's on a Doritos tour. So, so that- if he comes back with, like, this orange stuff all over <laughs> That's not Starlink. I mean, I, I did see him buying a whole lot of Diet Coke and Mentos, and I, yes. and I figured that might be him <laughs> That's trying what he's to doing. reach the satellites. Well, look, he's a he's a good man and a good dad, and he's uh, also, because it's Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Happy Father's Day to you. Well, thank you so much. And so we are going to talk a little bit about fathers, but really more specifically about um, uh, a, a wonderful example of fatherhood in our world, uh, and that is St. Joseph. A father to us all. That's exactly right. So so, uh, so this is the year of St. Joseph, and because it's Father's Day, what a great day to talk about St. Joseph, and maybe we can come up with 10 things, Oh, right? A top 10 list about why St. Joseph is essentially um, the perfect model for men and for fathers especially. So does that mean that we need to do the top 10 list jingle? Yeah, we need the top 10. The top 10 list! Yeah. That was beautiful. And so... Uh, I got an Emmy for that. And we also just lost three listeners. And a Grammy. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. An Emmy and a, a Grammy yes. and a lot of other it things. It sounded like my Grammy, my Grammy singing. <laughs> so that's a whole other thing. Different Grammy. Yes. So anyway, so we're going to come up with uh, 10, like 10 things that we think... And, and your list may be different. There may be some things about St. Joseph. But why St. Joseph is really a wonderful role model for men. Yes. And especially fathers. Papa Joe. That's Papa right. Joe. So the first thing on my list, I think, uh, is uh, because if you search scripture to look for the best quotes yes. of St. Joseph, you will find none. <laughs> right? We have quotes for everything. If you just put in the word quotes, yep. you're going to get a billion responses because everybody's right. quotable. Everybody is quotable. Good people, bad people, uh, show people, sports people, whoever, they all got these famous quotes, right? St. Joseph has zero. Right. Um, and so so the thing that I love about him, and one of the great, uh, I think number one on my list of, of the top ten list of why he's a great role model for men is because he's absolutely silent. Mm. He's literally a man of action. Yeah. I mean, he's a doer. He didn't talk about it. He didn't describe it. He doesn't, uh, you know, pontificate. He doesn't uh, philosophize. Is that a word? Right. <laughs> right. He doesn't. It's, it's, he's not a theorist. He's he's just like he's like I, I'm gonna. I, I need to do this, and he does it. So his example to men is because uh, there is no shortage of opinion out there. Right. Right. In this day and age, his example is like let's not hear so much about opinion, but let's do some things. 
you know, and silence in itself is a very holy thing. Cardinal Sarah wrote a, a book about the sacredness of silence. And, and we had a g- couple of guests uh, a few weeks ago, Fry Jose and uh, Annie Salado and Fry Jose from the Dominican Republic. And he once he walked up to Annie and he said, silence and presence. That's it, huh? That's it. You know, and he just walked away. He said that to her and he walked away. And she she said it just kind of hit her like a ton of bricks. It's a really powerful thing. Was he telling her to shut up in a nice way? (laughs) (laughs) Stop. No, but I just, that that comes to mind is that's lived out in St. Joseph is silence and presence. So that's why number one on our top ten list, uh, how, why St. Joseph is is a model for men and especially fathers. Number one, silent. Okay. Number two is, is pure. Oh, yeah. Right. St. Joseph is the model of purity. Well, he had a purity that was ordered towards the purity of others as well. It yeah. wasn't just the fact that, you know, he in himself was pure. He protected the purity of our Blessed Mother. And yes. I think in terms of, like, as men, you know, he's, he's guardian of virgins, right? I mean, the the, the persons in our life who are vulnerable, uh, the women in our life, the children in our life, let us protect their virtue. Let us protect, yeah. if they're virgins, their virginity. Let's protect their modesty. Let's protect also their hearts as well. I, I think that, you know, emotional purity, emotional chastity. I think that that St. Joseph is a model for how we need to uh, live out a purity that's protective of the purity of others. That's right. So, uh, yeah, number two on our list is pure. The fact that he's pure. And this is also a, a good thing for men to, to remember uh, men are often um, struggle with uh, with lust and 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 uh, sexuality. You know, is is can be uh, their temptations. And if you stop and think about it, Saint Joseph was arguably married to the most beautiful woman in the world. Oh, sure. And he would never be with her in that marital way, right? And so you stop and think, like, hey, if you're ha- if you're struggling with 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 a problem of lust, he's your go to saint. Oh yeah, because he would be able to be uh, the, as the protector of virgins, protector of virtue. Yes, then he's somebody who can help you man up, as it were. Well, it's a purity that's ordered in love. Yeah, it's not like just some sort of a, a legalism, a box that we're checking of. Oh, look at me, I'm a pure guy. It is ordered towards love. Amen. So the, the third thing on our list is kind of connected to that, and the fact that Saint Joseph is a protector. Yes, I mean if you think about what he did by. Taking his his young family oh, yeah. into Egypt, right to protect Jesus from Herod, but just what he had to do to guard, uh, you know, uh, protect Mary and Jesus from all of the, the the outside influences. I mean, I think it's fair to say that you know the, the hell was on high alert. When Jesus came into the world, yeah, you know, they were probably on high alert when Mary came into the world via the Immaculate Conception. Right, well, they knew that this thing is going down. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's happening. And if there was a weak spot in Saint Joseph, they would have found it. Oh yeah, you know they would have charged at it and they would have found it. But no, you know, uh, it's a he's an amazing person. And Saint you know Joseph. what? I love one of one of his names is Terror of Demons. Oh yeah! Right, he's the terror of demons. They 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 can't stand this guy. It's like not Joseph because he, you know, we 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 picture him in all the all the you know, the greeting cards and stuff as this sort of meek and humble and quiet and whatever strong silent type. And and th- those are great qualities, right? Silence was number one on our list. But but the thing is, he's a terror of demons because in that simplicity, 
is there there's power there's authority that comes through god in protecting that family and so yes as a protector that's 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 a role that joseph did so well uh it was so necessary and it's a great model for men in terms of protecting the family well and also he's uh well he's the patron saint of the family but he's also individually available to be a father to us just as mary is available to be a mother to us and so there's an authority that comes with that yeah we receive papa joe as our as our dad (laughs) right then saint joseph can exercise that authority as a dad and protect us from whatever evil might try to uh, infiltrate its way into our lives or our family's lives and evil does that's a sure that's a sure deal so now related to that is our number four so number one was uh silent number two was pure number three is protector number four is we're going a little step further with the protector protector of the sacred oh yeah so 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 mary is sacred jesus especially is sacred yes and so if if joseph is protecting mary and joseph from all the worldly influences, from evil. Right. Right? He's protecting the sacred, which you can extrapolate now into Joseph is protecting all that is sacred. Yes. And if what what Jesus established as his church on earth, right, if Jesus established that church, right, it it's sacred. And, right? he's, so, and, and he's the patron of the universal church in addition to the church yes, domestic. Yes, that's exactly right. So... He's the protector of the sacred. Yes. Right? So he's protecting church teaching doctrine. He's protecting just the holiness of the church. The sacraments, the liturgy, all, everything. That's right. The and teachings, so, yes. Right. So when, when you start to see problems in the church, he becomes the go-to saint. So when you see, uh, I don't know, you, you see uh, priests or bishops or deacons or something doing things that you go like what are you doing you knucklehead you can't take wonder bread and use that for the mass right, right. You, or or or, or hopefully you know, that's not been or going a contrary to church obvious church teaching yes. you know so rather than get mad rather than just sit there and point your finger and whatever and you you it, you know, i can't help stop you from being mad but but and, and it's okay to call things out but the reality is sometimes just praying for his intercession, protecting the church, maybe the, the the best route. So men need to see that we need to protect the sacred. We need to stand up for what the church teaches, right? Yep. And and then also remember that that Saint Joseph is our go to guy, yeah. Right? On so many fronts, and one of those is to protect the the teachings of the church, the viability of the church. Um, I mean, all this is Jesus, but but Joseph's the protector. Oh yeah, right. And so he's the terror of demons, but he's also the the terror of wayward clerics <laughs> right he's he's the he's the one that's going to be the, our go-to saint for intercession and unfortunately there are a couple of wayward clerics we've out had there that these days. problem i i get that so so number one silent number two pure number three protector number four protector of the sacred mm. number five is an important one obedient that's that's very important. I mean, I would we don't say. have a lot of obedience, and there's a lot of rule breaking. There's a lot of people that are not paying attention, that aren't following not only the the rules of the road or or the laws of the land, uh, or of common sense or of nature. They're they're disobeying the church. They're disobeying all kinds of and, things and the vows right? of baptism. You know? Yes, I, and they're not I'm guilty. I mean, I, me too. You exactly. Know? <laughs> so 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 he his his obedience, his willingness to do. What God, I mean, came to him in a dream. An angel came to him in a dream and said, Joseph, take Mary as your wife. Don't be afraid to take her as your wife. Right. Right? Oh, okay, I'll do that. 
I mean, I've had dreams, but I, I don't know that um, that I necessarily would obey. I see he he was obedient. That's a model that I need. So I, there's a a woman I know. She talked to a rabbi and asked her, you know, what this about is not the a Jewish? joke? Is it? No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> woman's talking to a rabbi. But she she in a bar. <laughs> So, but she asked the rabbi, "What about the Jewish people? Is is it that it is their mark of chosenness? We know they're the chosen people, but why them?" And uh, what the rabbi said to her was, "Well, it's because they are obedient first and listen second. Interesting. And I think you can definitely say that you see that in, in Abraham, but I think you see that in Joseph very yeah. powerfully as well. Yeah, he was obedient. I mean, he's like, okay, I'll do this." Right yeah. now, he didn't necessarily say that because there's no scripture quoting him. But but we're assuming because he did it, he listened to the dream and he was obedient. Right. Yeah. So that's a great model for all of us, especially in this day and age. So number six, uh, Joseph was hardworking. I mean, he was a working man, and yep. that's important. You know, I, I, maybe as time keeps going on, as you know, when I was younger. What what people thought about work, working with your hands and doing a hard, good day's work. Yep. Those expressions, I mean, aren't so prevalent anymore. And I don't want to beat up on young people saying, these kids don't know nothing about working, you know, and they just don't want to work a full day and they're lazy. I'm not saying that. I am saying that, that the understanding of the value of working hard, working diligently, getting the job done, taking on responsibility, owning up to that responsibility, that's kind of getting lost or going by the way, way, wayside. And the dignity of working with your hands and, and stuff that's referred he was to a as carpenter. blue-collar labor. You know, we have the, the, the problem of consumer culture, I think, is multifaceted in the way it affects, uh, you know, Catholics today and, and, and Western society and throughout the world. You know, the message of I'm not enough, I have to acquire more, I have to worry about my status and how much money I make and blah, how many blah, likes blah, on blah. Facebook or whatever stuff. social it's, media. It's, it's just a bunch of noise from the enemy. Okay. And the fact of the matter is St. Joseph lived an extraordinarily holy life. One of the most extraordinary holy lives in the history of mankind fully uh, with fullness of, of dignity as a man providing for his family, working with his hands. I love an expression that we were, our diocese was going through a particularly rough time and somebody who was working there at the chancery used to have an expression, which I've heard before. Uh, he didn't make it up. He brought it into this equation, but he said, just stay in your lane. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Keep, keep your head down. Like, do an honest day's good work. Just do what you're supposed to do, what you're called to do, right? And so if you see your job that way, you might think like, I'm... I'm, you know, I'm making rivets or I'm whatever. And you may not think that there's anything, but those rivets are holding together the steel beams of of the bridge or 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 the airplane or whatever. And you start thinking like, well, wait a second. My little job is actually a big job. Yeah. Right. And so you think about people who are doing things uh, that we might see as mundane, but they're bricklayers, they're they're pavers of roads. I mean, they're building society on their backs. Well, and I and I think also, you know, we talk about parents need to also be aware of of not letting consumer culture affect the messaging that they give their kids you know just because it's sort of become expected that kids going to take on a whole bunch of debt that they can't pay off to go to college and blah 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 so they can get this or that kind of job and have this white picket fence dream etc etc you know what if you have a kid who 
uh, might he might flourish with working with his hands. Yeah. And if he says, Dad, I really just want to get out there and do this kind of work, you know, whether it's construction that's or something success. else. Yes. That's success. And we need to help people understand that. I've told each one of my kids, just do what makes you happy. Yeah. But laziness doesn't work. It doesn't <laughs> work. But, I mean, essentially, if, if you want to be this, then be that. Right. I don't expect them to, like, match my perception of what... They should be in some kind of like lofty career somewhere. Not everyone can have a doctorate from every Ivy League school. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, I don't have one from any. So I, you know. All right. So we're going down this uh, list of uh, top 10 list of why St. Joseph is the, 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 the a wonderful model for men, especially for fathers. We started number one with silent. Number two is pure. Number three is protector. Number four, more specifically, protector of the sacred. Number five, obedient. Number six, hardworking. So number seven is uh, is from the Bible, uh, and it says that Joseph was a righteous man. Now th- we need to s- stop and pay attention to that because that the Bible doesn't do that too often, right? So when he says when it says righteous, now we're talking about a Jew here. So the thing is, a righteous Jew is not just like an ordinary fella. No, I mean there's things that if you were a righteous man, you you weren't just like a generally good guy. No. No, you were righteous. To be righteous is it's almost like a legal status, right? yeah. especially to a Jew. And so what it would mean is that uh, he, he would be a good Jew. So he would keep all the rules, all the laws. Right? He would be devoted to his faith. And you know what? He would love God and love his neighbor. Well, in the same way, there's the story um, of... I believe it was Abraham saying, would you not destroy this town if there were 10 righteous people who are in it? And that's right. There's actually, I think an extension of that within Jewish tradition of, of at any given time, there's this many righteous people who are on earth and they're keeping the earth from getting completely obliterated that's by right. God. Yes. Know? Amen. But I think there's only one other per- I think Abraham was referred to as righteous in the scriptures, if I'm not mistaken, but I think that no one else is. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> so Joseph, Joseph's got a, a pride of place, you know, he's yeah. not, proud about it but he's got a pride of place uh, as a as a righteous man and so it would mean that as a righteous or as a, as a good jew he would have prayed three times daily minimum uh he he would know and follow the mosaic law so so that was important to him right so he had two sinks and two refrigerators you know so he didn't want to mix his dairy and his meats right so i'm just saying that uh, all kidding aside he was a good jew and so it's not just a good man Yes. Right. He he. This stuff was important to him, and so we as as men and as, as especially as fathers need to be righteous. We need to live to be righteous. And let's also remember that when Christ talks about loving God with all your heart and all your soul and loving your neighbor as yourself, that he was referring to Deuteronomy yes. scriptures. Yes. And so that was integrated into his righteousness. So it wasn't just he's following all of these rules and he's checking all these boxes. He really loved God and he really loved people. Right. Exactly right. Exactly right. So he was not just following like in a pharisaical way. Right. He was um, righteous. Yes, he was righteous. <laughs> Um, and so number eight, uh, uh, Joseph was humble. Yeah. And we know Joseph is humble because Mary is essentially the queen of the universe, right? Yeah. It's queen of earth, queen of heaven, right? And now he didn't know the queen of heaven part really so much, but but she's a queen. Right. Right? The queen mother, uh, Queen Mary. And so Jesus is, is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Uh, Joseph is not a member of the royalty. He would have been like the Duke of whatever. They would have given him a... <laughs> A royal title, you know. But it's like he was not a member of royalty, 
right? So there's a humility about him. He was the the one guy that in in that family that that could sin. I mean, think about that. And wow. so so there's a, a a kind of a humility that you're like you you accept where you are, and yet it doesn't stop you from doing your job. You don't think like, oh, those those lofty uh, people are sitting up on their throne in their ivory tower. Right. There's there's no uh, you know. In fact, he he does his duty, but he doesn't uh, he doesn't hate them for what they are. Yeah. Right. He doesn't see them as this privileged class. He he sees them as uh, the object of his love mm-hmm. and devotion and protection. Right. And he does his job and he does what he's what he's called to do. And so there's something beautiful about that. And that tells you that he doesn't let his pride get in the way. Right. And that he's a humble man. Yes. Of course, which is part of the, the righteousness and the hardworking, the protector, the obedience, the, the purity. All those things are all part of the same uh, thing. But it's important to understand that that we as men especially need to be humble men. Well, well I think there's a, there's a humility just that's if you look at. Your, the whole list in his silence, in his purity, in his yes. righteousness, in his obedience, in his hardworkingness. Yes. You know? <laughs> that humility is written all through that. But we want to call it out so that we understand that if it's if if we're trying to be those other things and yet we're not humble. It ain't going to work. That's right. It's not going to work. It's going to fail yeah. miserably because you'll look good for a little while. And then but you'll but you'll know that mm-hmm. it was all a show. Right. And then eventually everyone will know. Yeah. Right, because humility goes to the core of yeah. who you are. So that's number eight. Number nine, uh, I just said this word a minute ago, but essentially, I want to I want to point out again that Jesus. I'm so so Mary and Jesus being his uh, stepson, uh, and 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 Mary being his wife, that he was devoted to them. Oh yeah, right. He he never gave up on them. Mm-mm. All the things that he did again, it's tied to his entire relationship with them. Yes, not leaving Mary, staying with Mary, taking them under his wing of protection uh, into Egypt, bringing them back, all the things that he did. He could have bailed on them at any time. Right. Right. But that's not who he was. He was devoted. So it's like, okay, I'm on this path and I'm staying on this path. Right. I'm not getting off. I'm not veering from this path. That's not pigheadedness. That's devotion. Right. right. When you know something is true, something is beautiful, something is sacred, something is holy, something is good, and you're going for that and not veering from that, that's devotion. Oh, yeah. And that's what he was. And so we men need to be more devoted to that which is good, mm-hmm. devoted to virtue, devo- devoted to holiness, our holiness and the holiness of others, devoted to protecting our families. Devoted to Jesus and Mary. Amen. Right. Devoted to Jesus through Mary. Hey! But the point is, you're exactly right. That that needs to be at the forefront of who we are and what we're doing. So he's our model, right? If he's devoted to Mary, he's devoted to Jesus, then we need to be doing the same thing. I couldn't right? agree more. So then let's go to number 10. Well, let's, let's re- recap one through nine again. So we got one is silent, two is pure, three is protector, four is protector of the sacred, Five is obedient, six is hardworking, seven is righteous, eight is humble, and nine is devoted. And then this number 10 uh, is another one. Again, they're all related, yeah. but, but to me, this one's really powerful, and that is uh, self-sacrificing yeah. or selfless. Yes. I mean, let's be honest. Joseph gave up stuff. Well, he gave up his reputation, you know, when he his, took Mary he potentially did. into his house, you know, there he... 
he could have saved his reputation. She was pregnant. It, it was out of wedlock. You know, they were betrothed but not married. So there's assumptions that are going to get made. All right, perceptions are bad things. Yeah, and if he wanted to, he could have subject. He could have saved his reputation by subjecting her to getting stoned, ridiculed, mocked. He didn't. He uh, he took her into his home, and in so doing, you know, we we might want to ask ourselves. Here is someone in the in the line of David in the town of David during the nativity narrative, and there's no room at the end. There's probably probably at the core of that is the choice he made to take her into the home his 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 house when she was pregnant out of wedlock. Amen. And honestly, would we stick by our girl in the same situation? Right. Even though I, w- I imagine there's probably not going to be a virgin birth involved. Right. You know, in a similar kind of situation. I mean, what do you do? Do you just do you dump them and run? Right. Do you stick by them? And even if it's not about out of wedlock childbirth, even if it's about someone's personal reputation, do we stand up for? Them? Yeah. You know, even when the perception is that they're not doing the right thing, or they did the wrong thing, or that they were a sinner, or they made a bad choice, do we just bail on them? Do we pile on them like everybody else does? Do we turn tail and run? Yeah. Or do we sacrifice? Are we willing to give ourselves over for that person's reputation? To associate with the, not just the lowly, but those who are being bullied, those who are vulnerable to bullying, and, and to stand in with them. Oh, uh, yeah. So so many things. And this, this top ten list of, of important things here that we need to be aware of. Ten reasons why Joseph is the perfect model for men, especially fathers. He was silent. He was pure. He was a protector. He was a protector of the sacred. Um, he was obedient. He was hardworking. He was righteous. He was humble. He was devoted. And he was self-sacrificing. These are all things that we, too, need to be uh, in our lives. And so we are going to invoke his name in prayer. Uh, instead of praying uh, the, the Hail Mary we usually do, we're going to actually pray the prayer uh, to, um, uh, the, to you, O Blessed Joseph, which is the sort of official prayer of the year of St. Joseph. To you, O blessed Joseph, do we come in our afflictions, and having implored the help of your most holy spouse, we confidently invoke your patronage also. Through the charity, through that charity which bound you to the Immaculate Virgin Mother of God, and through the paternal love with which you embraced the child Jesus, we humbly beg you graciously to regard the inheritance which Jesus Christ has purchased by his blood, and with your power and strength to aid us in our necessities. O most watchful guardian of the Holy Family, defend the chosen children of Jesus Christ. O most loving Father, ward off from us every contagion of error and corrupting influence. O our most mighty protector, be kind to us and from heaven assist us in our struggle with the power of darkness. As once you rescued the child Jesus from deadly peril, so now protect God's holy church from the snares of the enemy and from all adversity. Shield too each one of us by your constant protection, so that supported by your example and your aid, we may be able to live piously and to die in holiness and to obtain eternal happiness in heaven. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send him an email at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. Visit us on the web at thecatholiccafe.com. You can also find us on iTunes or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe, serving up salvation one cup of coffee at a time.